This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you with this month's bonus episode with three previous guests slash fan favorites, Emma Arnold, Rena Calm, and Bree Pruitt. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, we forgot to tell you, you could turn your uh, camera off. Uh, that we do it like uh, <laughs> audio only style, but it is nice to see you. And I'll introduce you um, in a second because it's time to meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. What? So, mm-hmm. hello, Bree Pruitt. How are you doing? I'm excellent, Doug Benson. Good to see you. Talk to you again. 
Must be exciting for someone with the last name that uh, begins with P to finally get uh, mentioned first because of your first name beginning with B. It's been a struggle. And also my the <laughs> last name beginning with P, you know, when they break the alphabet into two lines, like at the DMV, oh, yeah. it's really tough to remember what side of the alphabet I'm on. I can't remember <laughs> right now. Gun to my head, I, I couldn't tell you. I think you're on the back half, if I had to guess. Well, we'll never know, and that's okay. I Mysteries. Think middle, I think middle's like around L. <laughs> so you're kind of like in the Midwest of the alphabet. Yeah, yeah I'm um, Kansas. Yeah, but uh, I think we met when you did the show at Helium in Portland. Yeah, we've met in Helium in Portland. I, I got to do some of the Brea shows and San Diego, which was really cool. And then I got to got to do a few of these, too. Love love to talk about movies with you always, bro. All right. Well, thank you for being here and for that uh, recap of our uh, <laughs> of all of our Douglas movies time together. Uh, another uh, frequent guest of the show and also a record breaker in uh, a couple of ways. Uh, Emma Arnold is here. Hey, Emma. <laughs> in like number of losses, what is my record? No, you are one of <laughs> you're one of three guests in the history of the show who appeared with their own children. True. And um, uh, those others, the other two times it happened, it was just one. And you, so you're the only person in the history show to, to bring. Uh, three kids on the show at once. Um, that is true. And also, uh, I think you should know that they're like not kids anymore. Isn't that wild? I know, right? You just <sighs> had an 18-year-old Yeah, happen? yeah. He just turned 18, my middle. So I have a 20-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 15-year-old, which is so wild. Are they still all, uh, they were all fairly passionate about motion pictures. Do they all, do they all still love movies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they just actually went and saw uh, the new D&D movie last night, and I was not able to go with them, but they came home. They they greatly enjoyed it. But yeah, they watch movies all the time. I only hear good things about that movie, so that's another good sign. Because Yeah, uh, they loved it. They thought it was very know. fun and very sweet. And they're D and D guys too, so they 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 liked it all around. <laughs> yeah, they know they they're the ones you really have to please with a a D and D movie. Um, also joining us, uh, it's Rena Calm. Hi, good like to, to be here. That. I like to say your name in an excited manner. Yeah, calm. It's fun to scream calm. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> Stay <laughs> <Rena's> calm. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we met in uh, Chicago, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. Or was it or was it Schmo Rosemont? <laughs> it was Schmo Schmo Rosemont. Yeah, it was definitely Rosemont. Uh and we've been in Chicago together as well, but all of our yeah. meetups have been in that region. I'm sorry you won't be in the uh Chicagoland area next week when I'm there doing uh my annual Zanies uh shows that I do around Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorite uh, parking structures to smoke weed in uh, in the country. <laughs> That's always a good time. Pretty cool, chill vibes there. Yeah, um, no, there's, uh, you know, nothing nothing more soothing than when a place is called a bank park. 
<laughs> yeah, there's like a honky tonk and an ice skating rink. It's just a lot happening. Yeah, um, no ice skating. This I think by May they take on the ice rink and just put out that astroturf. But sure, uh, sure. Regardless, I'll be there uh, on uh, May fifth and May sixth. One May fifth, I'm doing a happy hour stand up show at Zanies and Rosemont, and then May uh, sixth. I'm doing an afternoon 420 Douglas movies taping and uh, I've just been going there every year that particular weekend and yeah. uh, for no no particular reason uh, <laughs> it's, it's like just... <laughs> I don't know they they know 420 is like nearby and it's like whatever Mexican 420 I don't know but it's something I... <laughs> it's in my, I don't know it's like close enough well, there's that big Mexican restaurant there, that chain restaurant, uh, Adobe Gila's. Yes. And, um, you know, which is a reference to a 50s TV show. So I don't think anybody going there even understands where the name came from. But um, it's uh, it's just this big Mexican restaurant. And so it's just it's just fun to just, uh, you know, go over there after my show, like basically have a, you know, after party ready to go. Um, yeah. Uh, after I'm doing, you know, my thing in the in the parking structure, like you mentioned, I'm not like in Chicago at all, really anymore, except when I'm passing through like anywhere. But I haven't yet actually uh, landed anywhere else. So that's still part of my like uh, comedy identity, I would say, you know, you have to have your place next to your name. And so I'm still Chicago, but it's not it's a lie <laughs> at this point. Right. Um, now I should ask you, like, instead of saying you're going to be in Chicago, I should just go ahead and ask you any random city. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Because you may be there or close by. I'm going to be in Boise with Emma in just two weeks. So yeah, yeah just two nice. weeks. Anything could happen. Doing a couple oh. shows. Yeah. That'll be fun. Let's just go ahead and sp spill that plug right now. What's the deets on that? Uh, Friday, Friday the 12th, she's doing my show at Push and Pour. And then Saturday, she's doing a secret show. I can't say which one. We we oh. will. I will. Don't tell you. Not. not don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't disclose anything more than that. Don't tell. Where yeah. it is. Oh, don't tell is all, anything. This is part of that. Uh, the festival? No. Uh -uh, no. These it's are just, just a couple a... Of shows. Okay. Okay. This is just uh, a hobo passing through. Yeah. All right. But you still are you still involved with that festival there? I'm not. Uh, uh, Two hundred eight. Oh, okay. We haven't done since you know the beginning of COVID. We just kind of just let it die. And oh, okay. yeah, I haven't I haven't been a part of comedy for it in a few years either. All right. Well, that's fair. I was um, running them both with my ex boyfriend, and I think we were both like at the beginning of COVID, like uh, we don't have to do this forever, right? Like <laughs> we could just yeah we could retire this. So yeah, that's yeah. what we did. I That's think we're perfect. also still all in the era of figuring out like where we're landing post all of the COVID like rearrangements of our psyches and our venues, you know, yeah, just like yeah. what's happening now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's different. Um, every episode of the show lately, I like to ask all my guests to recommend a movie, but I give them sort of a, category or a niche or something uh you know in which you know as a framework and uh i was thinking that this week it would be fun to ask about since the uh they're going to announce the tony award uh, nominees next tuesday so i was thinking uh about musicals and musical theater 
So could each of you recommend, you know, it could be an obscure one, could be just a real damn obvious one, but just tell me a musical uh, that you enjoy and would recommend. Let's start with Brie. Okay. I love the music. I love musicals. The one that I think may be kind of off the beaten path that maybe people would enjoy now, Tommy. The oh. uh, the Who from the seventies. You got so mm-hmm. many Jack Nicholson, freaking, uh, you know Tina Turner, um, you know Anne, uh, what's her name, Doug, Anne, Anne, Margaret, yeah. Anne Margaret, being such a babe. So that's a fun one, and it's a it's a rock opera. So there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. You just, yeah, that's a good one to put in the background of a party and just let it roll. Let the vibes overtake you. Um, what a great day for you to watch it's the Tommy true. musical. Yeah. It's a lot of great music. It was, they made it into a stage musical at, you know, it was a movie first and they made it into a stage musical eventually. And then now that is going to be uh, revived. They're going to do a new version of that. On right. Broadway. Um, which I enjoyed, but it's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's the plot after a certain point doesn't really matter. It's more just like just the, you know, the music and the drama um the movie's really wild though i mean it's really got some disturbing and uh triggering uh stuff in there i think that's right i forgot about that i don't i don't know how it's gonna play in 2023 <laughs> i remember like not getting that movie i saw it when i was so young and i just like didn't even do any drugs at the time i mean like i i just i wanted to get it <laughs> You know, I wanted to be yeah, cool to course. stuff like that. I liked all the trippy music that came out, but I never tripped. So I didn't really know who I was, I guess. But I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> the who, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it would uh, be different you now. Know, I think the pinball wizard sequence and song have really stood the test of time. You know, it's it, that's super fun. Uh, but, you know, the premise of this deaf, dumb and blind kid, you know, and then he gets shuttled around between relatives and um, you know, like one of his uncles is pretty terrible, uh, you know, and sings this goofy song fiddle about, you know, oh about my God. Tommy. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my God. Oh so, yeah. It's super <laughs> rough to watch now. <laughs> it was yeah, I mean, always uncomfortable, like... <laughs> but now it's yikes. Yeah, there's I mean, there's so many of those like Kubrick movies and things like that that are like, wow, there's a lot more rapes in this than I thought. So, yeah, big big trigger warning for sure. And like, take care of yourself. Um, But, you know, fun, psychedelic English. (laughs) (laughs) It's fast paced and it treats it in a lighthearted way, I guess. So, uh, you know, but also, like you said, like Tina Turner doing the Acid Queen is fantastic iconic it really should somebody really should i mean i'm not at all for censorship of movies and old movies are going to have garbage stuff in them but it would be neat to have like a feature on a streaming where uh you know old movies where they just says hey you might want to skip to that this part right maybe the reboot if you're offended by stuff (laughs) it's like mystery Mystery science theater, but only for like trigger warnings and you yeah. know, like skip the next yeah. 45 seconds. Yeah. 
<laughs> a little robot could just pop up and say, "Hey, are, do you do you not appreciate watching people vomit?" Then this is a good scene to skip. I would love. Oh, I would that. love that. Are we both in the emitophobe uh, realm there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, you can't unsee some stuff, you know, and like yeah. that can make you actually sick. And too. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I feel like on screen, on screen, vom has had a a, a renaissance lately, and it's, I've yeah. had enough. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. in every every movie and TV show. I complain about it on this show all the time. There's uh, people because it's you know it shows tra- it's a traumatic like right. it, you know it's dramatic thing that's happening, and it, it can either be comedic or disgusting. But and sometimes both, but it's like uh, it's just I don't know why they go to it so often. I'm I'm grateful when somebody just runs off camera when they're going to yeah, do it. like to I just mean, show somebody and vomit also. out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, it can. I mean, it's still it's not that funny anymore anyway because it's just so overdone. But, yeah, I uh, can the implication of vomit fine, but like oh, nobody man, the, the knives out storyline where that was her whole character. <laughs> yeah. That was her whole personality. <laughs> I feel like uh the exorcist is like the only one where you're sure. like, okay, that was a creative choice, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah. I feel like Triangle of Sadness, like the that was one of the other oh, movies sure. where I was like, the vomit is really a big piece of this. Sure. I, I I need the vomit to really watch these people be truly miserable but in general yeah i'm like no no right. implied and, and, violent but, vomit is enough yeah. for me it's enough but those people were miserable but then you still had to see the people that had to clean up uh, what yeah. they were doing you know yeah. what i mean like that that they had to go through their own misery probably every time that stupid ship set sail um but yeah th- that movie uh you know obviously is not for emetophobes at all but uh <laughs> You know, I, I you know, I guess you could say skip this seventeen minute sequence. <laughs> I think like it's not just vomit either for me. I kind of feel I'm trying to think. There's really not a single body fluid that I'm like, yeah, show me what that's like. You know what I mean? Like it's just I don't need. I, I mean, tears maybe. Mm-hmm. But so you yeah. haven't seen uh, Babylon? I haven't. No. Okay, because that is a that is a, a fluid festival. Yeah, I'll probably not catch that one. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Elephant elephant poop is the first of it. It doesn't end there. Fluid Festival. Put that on the poster. <laughs> Fluid Festival. <laughs> hey, so uh, Emma, what do you think? Uh, you got a musical that you love? Well, mine's not in any way like a deep cut. My favorite musical is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, nice. And I love it so much. And actually, I just recently watched it uh, with one of my kids. And I hadn't seen it like in a few years. And I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if he'll, you know, a a lot of times with my uh, son of this generation, they'll be like on their phones when they were watching a movie. And I'll I'll be like, get off your phone, you know. And so I was kind of interested. But if it's a good movie, they won't do that. But if it's like kind of a so-so movie, they'll like get on their phone. So I was sort of interested to see if he like really didn't understand it or relate to it but um actually it it's so good and it's so fun and he watched the whole thing and just like loved it and thought it was very funny and uh we were just talking about how like tim curry just like so good an irreplaceable person you know like uh just so many movies i can think of where anybody else in that role like muppet christmas you know like nothing <laughs> there's no one else you can put in that role it's got to be him and he's so uh or not muppet christmas sorry that's michael kane i'm thinking of muppet treasure island obviously yeah yeah or yeah. like clue he's so or clue. Good clue yeah he's yeah. just i mean he's, he's so always amazing but dr frankenfurter yeah dr yeah. frankenfurter 
that oh, that elevator scene. I remember I saw that movie when I was like 13, you know, and I was like so sheltered and I was at a friend's house and they were like, have you ever seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And I just, re- I think I will always remember the feeling I had when like that elevator scene when he's like shuts it and he goes back up and, uh, mm. and he's just like, yeah, the music the most, and everything comes yeah, together. Just the whole thing. And so, yeah, that's my favorite one of all time. And also I really often, even though I hadn't seen the movie in a few years, I throw the soundtrack on fairly often. Like, uh, just if I'm kind of in a down mood, I'll listen to the soundtrack. Always a pick me up, just great music. Everybody's really fun in it. Susan Sarandon's such a babe. Meatloaf's strange, you know, suddenly there's meatloaf, which is always, it catches me by surprise uh, every time. (laughs) Yeah. And the the sexual liaison sequence is filmed in such a fun way. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. So so hilarious. Like you can tell they got that like from the stage version because that'd be a fun way to do it on stage too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be behind, you know, just the silhouettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I remember feeling like that movie was so horny, but I don't know if it is by twenty twenty three standards. Was was your son scandalized? <laughs> no, I mean, but my kids are not super scandalized. Like I know a lot of Gen Z kids have like the rep for being sort of prude about that stuff, but my my kids definitely aren't. Uh, but it is still definitely a very horny movie. Like you're definitely like. Yeah, this is this is uh tits out, you know, like it's it's yeah, for sure. Susan Sarandon singing Touch a Touch Me is still uh, one of the sexiest things that's ever happened in human yeah. existence. Like yeah. that's the yeah, that's the horniest, but like sexy horny song of yeah. all time. Like, yeah, it's attractive. It's not like um sleazy, you know. And just like a man who can't speak and it's just kind of there for yeah, a tool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like aliens here to take over the world, uh, you know, take over the earth, but get distracted by being so horny <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Premise. honestly i think like sex was such a like mystifying and like like interesting but confusing topic when i first saw that movie that like i i think like i just didn't even understand what the plot even was tied to in any way i just knew their car broke down and then like there's sex <laughs> honestly and Rena, that's, stilettos. that's so true because i remember like as a kid, like our teenager watching it and just being like, I have no idea what's happening here. Now they're in a pool, you know, like, yeah, the- I, didn't, I didn't get it. Also, I will say I have a great appreciation for it now. But like when I was first watching that movie, like over and over again, because I worked at Hollywood Video and that was one of the movies we could play after 10 or something like that, because it was I think it's like PG-13 or something. It's like technically not R-rated, but it's not a daytime uh, family friendly <laughs> anyway. We played that all the time <laughs> and I never really was into the meatloaf scene because it just seemed so extraneous and like mm-hmm. it, I didn't get how because I wasn't following the plot at all. I'm just like, who's this guy? Sure. I'm not horny for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But now yeah, she's got that pretty awful stitch <laughs> on his head and then, uh, yeah. and then what happens to him is really gross. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, also, I've ever been horny for somebody named Meatloaf. I'm just like, oh yeah. Well, I gotta, t- I gotta say, I, I think it I, in in the in the in the new era of like female gays, I think everybody's horny for Meatloaf in that oh, yeah. scene. Actually, like the motorcycle, the like he he loves his girl, you know. 
Oh yeah. Uh, like yeah. I can, I get it now. You know, I think maybe also my hormones. Now that I'm a middle-aged lady, I'm, I'm a meatloaf guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. like as a teenager, I was like, who is this terrifying old man? <laughs> also yeah. out of respect for his passing, I'll say like, yeah, I love that scene now. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, that's sad, but yeah, I mean, I he's got a catchy song. His song is yeah. fun. Like, oh yeah. Papa Judy. The movie, you know, until they're lounging around the pool, the movie really moves along. Like, yeah. and all of the songs are so good. What's the high-pitched one with the top hat? What's her name? I can't remember. But uh, like, Magenta. Columbia. Magenta. Oh, I'm sorry. Columbia, Col- Magenta, Columbia. Yeah. 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 yeah I, like I played uh, Magenta in a production <gasps> on stage when I was 20 years old. And I'll tell you what, the cast embodied the sexual energy of the, <laughs> the movie also <laughs> everybody was reenacting that pool scene every closing night of the cast party oh, oh wow. the dream brie i'm so jealous i always wanted to be in a production of rocky horror picture show uh I, but but that's amazing what a star just, uh, <laughs> it's just a pile of stinky fishnets and <laughs> grease paint smeared corsets um it's yeah it's 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 a nasty business but somebody had to do it in college (laughs) i just Uh, also think it's funny though that like the idea of like now with movies like everybody and like you watch movies with a phone in your hand but like i never went to see rocky horror picture show live Uh, yeah i think now it's illegal (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't know that uh oh yeah well some states yeah Yeah. okay for sure no i did i I did know that unfortunately but uh like they had like the whole like it was a an event to go see rocky horror live like you would throw toast or like the idea of having a phone in your hand like no we're throwing toast at the stage (laughs) like people bringing bags of bread uh to see the ducks totally yeah yeah it was uh i've been to lots i've I've seen it a bunch of times with an audience and uh you know that that very first time is so unforgettable because it was you know it wasn't that thing that had been happening for years and years the first time i went you know and yeah it had still been going for long enough that everyone there knew what to say and i didn't and so it's so weird that they have shit to shout out every moment like it's there's no quiet time yeah uh, during some of the screenings (laughs) anyway uh rena you've had lots of time to think what uh what's your (laughs) what's your favorite musical or musical you'd like to remind Um, people of i think like in recent years the one that i've both enjoyed watching more than once and also really enjoyed the music from outside of viewing is the greatest show i know that it's uh not as much of a it's more of a Mm. modern classic i guess i don't know Hugh Jackman's one of the most talented humans to ever walk the face of the earth, probably. Uh, And I just didn't even know (laughs) he could sing until I saw that. Uh, And uh, the choreography, like, I don't know, Zac Efron's had some problems, but they do some pretty banging choreography in that one. And there's... Yeah, there's the flying around on the ropes with Zendaya and the... And the scene where the scene that I, I love that it's a Disney movie and there's a whole sequence glorifying doing shots because they do they keep yeah. banging the glasses on the on the counter and keep doing shots and uh, uh, um, yeah it's uh, the bearded lady knocks it out of the yes. park every time she sings like it's very uh, it's a very entertaining movie like if you go back and read about the actual guy he's playing it's weird that Hugh Jackman was so obsessed with making that dude into a hero because apparently he was horrible. 
Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Those, people, those people were slaves, basically, that worked in his circus. They, they weren't there because he was giving uh, outsiders a break. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> he he well, was taking I mean, advantage of their freakishness, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of get that vibe in the middle of the movie anyway. <laughs> you do, like, yeah. No, they do show kind of the downside to him, like him falling in love with the lady singer that he uh, was super into promoting. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a downside to it, but they really make him out to be uh, qu quite the hero uh, throughout. They do, and uh, he was pretty. It was pretty nasty, but but you aside don't have, from you don't have to go back and read about. It. You don't have to listen to me. You can just enjoy the movie because it doesn't matter. Uh, nothing's yeah. going to change. Uh, I mean, about that his story, it's over. His talent in portraying, like, yeah, I'm I, I, not knowing enough about the actual man it's based on, like, it was not part of my love for that movie at all. Like, it's obviously, like, the actual, well, I don't want to say the circus slaves uh, that he <laughs> kept. Those are the people that, you know, like, the bearded lady, like you said, every time she busts out in that song, it's like, I get, I feel it in my whole body. Um, and Such a great cast. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. I, I, I got it. I do endorse it and enjoy it, but uh, have to be a, a have, to be a, have to be a jerk about it. <laughs> have to. Let's be a circus truther here. And yeah. yeah, let's be honest. It's another one of those pop-up movies where we need just a little bit of. Yeah. A little context. <laughs> Review. Yeah. Don't, totally. don't get me started about how the, the, the people, Mama Mia is based on how evil they are. They are so rich they own an island in Greece and live there. Rude. Whoa. Those jerks. <laughs> Eat the rich. I don't think they're based on I don't think they're based on anybody though. I think everybody's made up in Mamma Mia. Eat the Mamma Mia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Hugh Jackman open the 2009 Academy Awards? It was um, floating around. He does this big musical number and I guess Dan Harmon and Ben Schwartz wrote it. Oh, oh wow! And oh, it's wow. wacky, and the whole deal was the Academy Awards didn't have a lot of money, so the joke is that it's a very low budget, like under rehearsed thing. But right. it was a very low budget and under rehearsed thing, and it's only through the talent and sweat and blood of Hugh Jackman does it work. Because it's about it's about yeah. his enthusiasm for this lame thing and how he runs around right. and does all these things. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He also co-hosted with uh, Anne Hathaway one year. Yes. A lot of people thought that was, you know, too musical theatery uh, for the Oscars. But I, I love that one, too. I mean, and whenever he shows up at the Tonys, it's great. Like, yeah. he's just he's extremely entertaining. Uh, I, you know, I was so happy I got to see him in The Music Man. And uh, nice. I also saw that Tony Award winning role he had in The Boy From Oz. And uh He's just, uh, yeah, very entertaining. And um, I could talk, you know, Doug loves Broadway, so I could go on and on about this. But we <laughs> should probably move on. We should, you know, just to hold my core audience, we probably need to talk about some superhero movies. So um, <laughs> let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back after these words. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, 
Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Did you enjoy those words? Yeah. The first game, you didn't hear the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the first game we're going to play today is something that I call Super Super Bros. Uh, mm. Have any of you all seen either the original super mario brothers movie with um john leguizamo and bob hoskins or this new super mario brothers movie they just added the word movie to the title of this one <laughs> i have seen uh, the old one definitely yeah, seen the me old too one. yeah i have okay. not i've seen clips i've seen videos like from the original old one uh and i love bob hoskins and john leguizamo but nope <sighs> completely unqualified. And nobody's nobody's <laughs> seen the new one no. no. Okay. I haven't either. Uh, but that didn't stop me from doing a little reading about it and figuring out how to set up this game. <laughs> I will say a fact, fun or otherwise, uh, relating to either Super Mario Brothers from 1993 or Super Mario Brothers movie from now or neither. I'll go to Bree first. I'll tell you the fun fact. <laughs> You guess which one of those it is. If you're wrong, Emma gets a shot. If she's wrong, then Rena gets the gimme point for that particular fact. And uh, whenever somebody gets one right, the next person in line alphabetically uh, gets to go first on the next one. Um, Bree, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, Spike is played by Richard Edson, who was one of the guys that went for a joyride in Ferris Bueller's buddy's car, Cameron's car, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, is Spike, played by Richard Edson, does that occur in Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers movie, or neither? Super Mario Brothers. The first 1993, one? yes. <laughs> You did see that movie. That is correct. <laughs> oh, nice covering. Yeah. All right, Emma. This one goes to you. Okay. Um, there's a character in the film named Stink Butt. Is that <laughs> That's Super the whole Mario thing? Brothers okay. Super Mario Brothers movie or neither? That feels Oh, wait like... a second. I forgot to give Bria a correct sound effect. When she got oh. it. Okay. Oh man, that was good. <laughs> Boy, I hope I get that. Um, that. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the new one. I'm gonna go with new one for Stinkbot. Okay, there's a different sound effect when this happens. Oh no! <laughs> they should have put a character named Stinkbot in there, in my opinion. Rena, was that guy in the first movie or neither? 
I want to say neither. You gonna, do you want do you want to say it or you are saying it? I, I said I'm officially stating it's neither. officially that's neither your neither. answer. Yeah. Neither neither. Let's call the whole thing off. That is correct. Nice. You're on I just the board. don't think I don't think we were there really, uh having that much fun uh with stink butt for I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Seems extreme. Seems I really it sounded extreme. like something Chris Pratt like wedged in because he thought it was funny. In the it's news. a Japanese game, you know. They're a respectful people. No, yeah, the Japanese never reference butts. Or yeah, yeah, at all. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's stink butt, but he's blurred for the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I figured that might might be tricky, especially because of the the newer movie. You know, who knows if they added anything or not. Uh, or either movie for that matter. I'm not enough of a Super Mario Brothers aficionado to know what's uh, right or wrong in the movie adaptations. Well, um, I haven't seen them, but I have eaten mushrooms, and I feel like that's close <laughs> enough. You know, I've grown real big, uh, so I also <laughs> have experience in that realm. Well, are some aren't some of the characters supposed to be mushrooms? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you eat the little characters? Yeah. Um, get high on them? Yeah. I, I, the adapted generation of characters that they've got. <laughs> no. I, yes. Are you high on mushrooms right now? I wish. <laughs> okay, Bree, uh, yeah. it's back to you. And this one, this one could do it for you. Okay. You get this one right, you win this game. Uh because you already you already have one point. If you don't, Emma's still got a chance to uh, okay. be be in this thing. Uh, the film has three credited directors. Is that Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Now, movie, or neither? Neither. Bree Pruitt says neither. Tell me your math. How many do, how many directors do, do you think the two movies have? I think the first movie has one director and the second movie has one director. Wow, listen to you. <laughs> if you're, with, your, with your auteur theory. <laughs> you're correct. Your math, wow. off. your math is off, but it is neither. It was a tricky question because Super Mario Brothers was directed by a couple, a man and a woman. <gasps> Two people and uh, Super Mario Brothers movie has four credited directors. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. So neither one of them has three directors. So congratulations, <laughs> Bree, uh, you got that right. Since we'll never play this game again, I'll I'll blow out what I was going to say for the tiebreaker, and that's uh, is narrated by the voice of Homer Simpson, Dan Castellaneta. Is that Super Mario Brothers? OG or Super Mario Brothers now or neither? OG. Maybe I'm, OG. O, Maybe OG. OG? I yeah, think OG. I think we all agree. That's why you got to have a tiebreaker that, you know, someone's going to get right. And uh, that is right that uh, he he narrates the first one. Fine. I don't even know. I don't even remember how much narration there is in it or if he sounds like Homer. Like, you know how when he does other characters <laughs> on The Simpsons, they kind of yeah. sound like Homer? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first movie being so prophetic. Like it was a true dystopian, like 
Dune hellscape, but fun. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of plumbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like fun All sound right. effects. <laughs> and John Leguizamo. And John yeah, Leguizamo. Johnny Legs can't go wrong with Johnny Legs. All right, so uh, Bree Pruitt wins. Let's find out Woo-hoo. what after the break. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back and Bree Pruitt gets to go first in our second and final determining game that first game was just sort of a warm-up why would anybody know anything about super mario brothers movies um this is uh this is a little bit more serious this game and it will uh, determine our winner today the game is called which chris is dis Mm -hmm. it is a hot new game (laughs) that is sweeping the show uh and the nation um and i'm even going to do a more expanded edition um basically the answer this time out is one of four we did it with three last time but i somebody was so sad that chris pine wasn't in there that i had i'm adjusting it so the answer this time is one of four chris's hemsworth evans pratt or pine okay i will name i will uh tell brie pruitt a movie Bree will guess if it's got Hemsworth, Evans, Pratt, or Pine in it. Uh, if she misses, then we go to Rena. And if Rena misses, then we go to Emma. And then if Emma misses, all three of you don't get the, there's one remaining, there's one lone standing Evans, one lone Pine, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the person who went first is going to get the gimme point there because it came all the way back around. <laughs> I'm hoping that happens. It could happen, but probably not. I think you'll all be pretty good at this game. Are you ready, Bree? I've never been more ready in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll remind you of the four choices after I say it. Good luck. Okay. Princess Diaries 2 colon royal engagement chris hemsworth wow you didn't even need a recap of all the names <laughs> you just spit right out the uh, wrong answer oh! I, mean, I pressed the wrong one i did the wrong one <laughs> <laughs> they don't even look the same the two sound effects makers but um sorry but you know that That's was okay. uh, that wasn't it but that was I liked how quickly you answered. That was uh, that well. Was I've never exciting. seen that film, and I think that Chris Hemsworth is very Prince Princess Diaries looking to me. Sure, sure. Yeah. You don't have to explain yourself <laughs> to anybody. That I, I won't. Okay, Rena. Yes. What do you think it is? Um, I just aesthetically, I want to go with. Uh, our our newcomer Chris Pine. I feel like he looks the part. Okay, so that's your that's your final answer, Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Princely Chris Pine. He, I think he's he was a prince in Into the Woods. 
uh, you know, so he's he's been he's he's put on a Type, Prince outfit or two. <laughs> typecasting. That is correct. Oh Ooh. wow, this Get is huge. It. Thank you. It's so, it's so big, so big. <laughs> You're on the board. All right. So now, uh, uh, we start with Emma. Okay. Hemsworth, Evans, Pratter, Pine. A motion picture called had a lot of actors and actresses in it, and it was called Smoking Aces. Okay, I'm not going to pretend like I know who, like <laughs> the difference between any of these Chris's, because uh, <laughs> I don't, and I have never heard of this movie. Um, so I'm just going to say Chris Evans, because it feels right. <laughs> he's america right he's captain america i love the way yeah, you play yeah. yes that's which one he is okay but i got that wrong yeah yeah okay. that okay. was incorrect but uh <laughs> i still I, I love the way you play um because you you know you're still part you don't you know you don't back off participating when you have you had very very little to go on yeah, I just um, go with my gut, which is usually yeah, wrong, unfortunately. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be naming any of the movies that they're mostly known for. So I can just okay. tell you that that Hemsworth is Thor, Evans okay. is Captain America, Pratt is Guardians of the Galaxy, and Pine is uh, you know, Wonder Woman, and uh, now he's in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, okay, thank you. All yeah. right, but we have to move on to Bree gets a shot at this. I get a stab. Who do you think it is? Smoking Aces. I think it's uh, Chris Pine. Are you feeling caught? It sounds confident, that answer. Same rationale. I probably would have gone Chris Evans first round. I think he's a contemporary of Smoking Aces. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Chris Pine. I forgot. I mean, I can't remember Chris Pine and Smoking Aces because it's kind of like it's a story with a lot of like thugs. Um, big ensemble. Just- killing each other and uh you know it's it's it can't it's one of those pulp fiction knockoff kind of deals but it's got some entertaining parts like at one point spoiler ben affleck he's dead and uh but somebody uh just takes their fingers i forget what actor even does this but somebody takes their fingers and you know makes dead bed Affleck uh, talk by, you know, moving his lips (laughs) with his fingers. Yeah. It's really, it's funny if you don't like Ben Affleck. (laughs) All right. So, um, we got that one, right? Yes. Back to Rena for this next one. I'm ready. A film, a film you may not recall called bottle shock. Oh, I was got excited. I thought it was going to be Bottle Rocket, as I have recalled that one. Right, that, but I don't yeah. think any of those Chris's was in that. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, but that one it could, was full of Wilsons. <laughs> they could do a remake with the Helmsworth brothers, you know? Uh, I mean, anyway, I haven't seen Bottle Shock, uh, um, but let's go with... Uh, let's do Chris Pratt. I feel like he's not been... I don't know who it is, so I'm going to throw out Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you came to play. That's the important thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could have predicted that. Yeah. Emma, what do you think it is? Who do you think it is? Chris Evans. I'm just going to stick with my boy, Chris Evans. <laughs> you know, that's one way to play. <laughs> it's not working out so far, but... <laughs> You know, it is a it is a strategy. It, it could work. <laughs> Dang. 
<laughs> I'm going to stick with my boy, Chris Pine. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, that's how you're going to play it. Yeah. Well, that, he's, he's that, my boy. Seems, that seems like some sort of path to success. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bet on the wrong Chris over here. <laughs> yeah. Rena. Yeah. One of these fellas was in a film called. Oh, let me tell you about Bottle Shock real quick. I think that was a yeah. movie with um, um, Alan Rickman, the late great Alan Rickman, and oh, okay. I think it's about like wine tasting. That's why uh, your wine sales. And that then Bottle oh. Shock is like Sticker Shock, you know, like uh, something like that. Which is All also right. like a very deflating way to use the term shock. Like if you're talking about shock, and then it's like, oh wow, inflation, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right here's the next one for uh who did i say was gonna go first that'll be me uh, rena okay unstoppable mm. um I, train film... is going and it's unstoppable <laughs> this is another film i'm unfamiliar with but I feel like based on how this game has played out, it seems like Chris Pine is unstoppable in the answers. So I want to say Chris Pine. That's a strategy. Are you sure that's where you want to go? Yes, I'm sure. Well, you know what? Chris Pine is, <laughs> it turns out he was stoppable or rather he was able to stop the train. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's a very exciting movie. Even when you know, I mean, it does. The title does make it seem like they're not going to be able to stop it, but that's just a trick. <laughs> it's 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 a catfish of movie titles. <laughs> Who directed it? M Night Shyamalan. It's like uh -huh. what a reveal. No. Twist. My goodness. Stops. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a uh, it was a Tony Scott, I believe, and and you know he and Denzel. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's pretty good. Rosario Dawson's like in the control room on the phone trying to help stop the train. Um, okay, so who just got that one right? Bree did. Me. That was me. Rina. I feel like a oh, movie got it. about a train that went too fast, but they did stop. Should be called Sped, right? Yeah, uh, is it's they sped? Is that yeah. proper English? Okay. Yeah, they they were Close speeding, enough. and now it's over. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right, Emma, you're up first. Okay. I hope you've heard of this movie. Perhaps you have, because it's a, a lighthearted romantic comedy with Andy Samberg and uh, Quincy Jones, Rashida Jones' daughter of Quincy. Uh, Celeste and Jesse Forever. Am I still, to be clear, I'm still guessing Chris's? <laughs> yeah, Hemsworth, this, okay. Is, okay. this is super with Chris's okay. disc. Okay. And it's going to go on. <laughs> Okay, hours. okay. So <laughs> I'm just going to go Chris Evans again because he's got to be in something eventually, right? Right, like, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh this feels like a Chris Evans film to me. Um okay. oh, except now I'm kind of okay, maybe it's actually Chris Pratt. Ew, okay, I'm going to guess Chris Pratt. <laughs> Pratt. I'm going to guess I'm going to I'm Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's my final answer. Okay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I like how you prefaced Chris Pratt with an ew. Yeah, ew, <laughs> ew. I'm gonna go. Is Apologize it Chris Evans? Oh wait, you can't tell me yet. So don't tell me. Never mind. But I'll tell you in a little bit. Bree, okay. I think it's Hemsworth. Uh, I'm deviating from my boy Chris Pine, maybe okay, unwisely. You're going, you're going Hemsworth. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Rena. 
Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm doubling down on Chris Pine, man. Yeah, you know what to do. Yeah, I feel like th- I feel like this is his time. This is this is going to be on his IMDb. This podcast episode of how many times think, we mentioned him. I think this is a baseball expression. You you're riding the pine. I'm riding the is that yeah absolutely <laughs> some Rocky Horror Picture Show shit right there. Uh, <laughs> you're riding the pine. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That is correct. Though. Wow. Oh, nice. fine. Once again, what is happening? What a guy. Wow. I this think I got a splinter. <laughs> All right, Emma. I don't know if you know what's no. up or down at this point, but <laughs> uh, maybe this will help you out. I'm pretty sure that at least two out of three of your uh, children have seen and enjoyed this movie is my prediction. Okay. Um, and so maybe that'll help you to remember which Chris was in it. The Cabin in the Woods. I love that movie. And I, okay, hold on. Let me think. We like that movie a lot. All of us think it's very fun. And I'm trying to remember who's in it right now. Chris Evans. That's your guess? Yeah. I can't remember who's in it other than the little bald man who's in other stuff. Choose between these four. Choose between... um, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pine was uh, Kirk in Star Trek. So choose between yeah, so uh, Captain him. Kirk, Captain Kirk, or the the you know uh, what's his name Quill Quill in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the yeah, main Guardian, or Captain America, or Thor. Which one of those was in Cabin okay. in the Woods? Okay, yeah. So uh, I don't. Chris Pratt's not in it for sure. Thor's not. No, it is Thor. It's Thor. Chris. The Hemsworth, right? That is yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew I could talk you into a right answer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the help. Right? Because if you picture Thor, he's very Thor-like in his, like, he's big and muscular and he was stupid and drove off. He's like the funniest oh, right. guy in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> once you said Thor, I was like, okay, it is Thor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> You're on the board. Emma Arnold's <laughs> on the board. And now, Bree, you have one chance okay. to tie it up with Rena. If you do, then we'll have to go to a tiebreaker. If you don't get this one right, then Rena wins the whole game today. Wow. The motion nice. picture. <laughs> the motion picture is called One Word Black Hat. Oh, shit. Black Hat full of shit. <laughs> Let's go. It's another Hugh Jackman uh, uh, musical, actually. <laughs> Do not know what this is. I'm going to go Pine because he's been a reliable. I'm going to back the Pine yep, horse. Everyone's riding the Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Will it work out for Bree Pruitt? The answer is no. No, not Bree Pruitt. Oh, dang. Rena, which one of the remaining Chris's do you think it is? Well, I'm conflicted here because Black Hat, the first thing that comes to mind is um, like Hasidic Jewish people. And Chris is the most non-Jewish name there is. Uh, and I know it's not relevant, but it's that's all I can think of. Uh, I don't 
I got in trouble for hanging out with a Chris when I was younger because there's no way a Chris is Jewish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we're just friends, dad. And yeah, I, I did um, lose my virginity to that guy. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't, he was right. I don't know. It's not Chris Pine. That's the only one that I, um, I don't think it's Chris Pratt. Uh, the other two are Helmsworth and Evans. Yeah, Helmsworth um, or Evans. I feel like uh, I want to go with Chris Evans. Yeah. <gasps> Damn. Emma? Oh, I get to try. Okay. Well, I was going to say I was going to stick with my boy Evans, but now, since I guess I won with, with Hemsworth, I'm going to say Thor. I'm going to say Chris Hemsworth. That is correct. <laughs> I've never even heard Thor, of this movie. What is this movie? Yeah, what's it's, Black Cat? It's too little, too late, Emma, because uh, oh. uh, Rena's got three points. And she wins, but Black Cat is... Um, it was like he's like a, a a tech guy. It was like about like he's like a hacker or something. Mm. And Black Hat, I guess, is like his code name or something. Okay. Or maybe or maybe the bad got bad hacker he's trying to catch is called Black Hat or something. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> it, it you was you didn't find Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth a believable hacker? <laughs> I thought he was okay, but the movie just didn't interest me. It was too mm-hmm. too techy, you know, too much about that shit that where they could just make stuff up, and I don't know what they're talking about. But I think it was a direct and Netflix deal, so I, you know, I just watched it at home on TV, so I wasn't I wasn't too into it. But mm-hmm. congratulations goes yeah. to wow. Rena Cole. Yeah. 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 This is by definitely the first time I've ever won on your show because I am pretty dumb at movies but... and you won for your christopher <laughs> expertise i yeah. know Chris's. nobody yeah. tell my dad uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah um so that means you uh not only get to you know come back on the show as you know as soon as we can work it out but also you get to do your uh, plugs first what would you like to plug Oh, wowie. Uh, the best way to see where I'm at is uh, at renacalm.com. You can see all of my tour dates, uh, link to my book of puns on Amazon. Uh, I know you guys love your puns. Uh, there's <laughs> even some uh, movie stars in the book. <laughs> there's some uh, celebrity puns. So uh, recommend that. And my next, come see me in Boise in two weeks. I'll say that on May 12th at Push and Pour with Emma Arnold. Uh, that's a double plug. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Rena Calm and uh, I'll post fun stuff for you to click on. Yeah, you're always traveling around places. So there's lots of cool stuff to show us. And yeah. uh, thank you for uh, taking the time out to be with us today. Yeah, I'm, I'm finishing on that note, my goal of all 50 states this weekend in oh. uh, Richland, Washington. That'll be my 50th state and oh. I am ready to take wow. a nap. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. So yeah, big pretty good. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, Bree Pruitt, what do you got to plug? Oh, well, 
folks can give me a follow at Brie Pruitt across platforms. And uh, this very weekend in Los Angeles, California, I have a show at the Lyric Hyperion Theater at 4 p.m. And it is a cannabis and tarot card themed comedy show where you can get your tarot cards read and you can pregame smoke with us. And then we'll go in and watch comedy sets and I'll be hosting that one. That's really fun sounding. Mm. Um, so fun. Little, oh little my sesh outside, like plan the sesh outside. I always forget to tell everybody that we should have a sesh outside. So I'm always just outside the venue while everybody else is inside yeah. waiting for the show to start. You're at the Zany's Rosemont parking garage, just hoping that something <laughs> cool happens. <laughs> and this is um this is at the Lyric Hyperion. The show's called High Priestess. Um, after the tarot cards. So yeah, check it out. I love that. That's so cool. Um, Emma Arnold, what do you got to plug? Uh, You could say the Boise show again, if you'd like. Yeah, please come see Rena in two weeks uh, at Push and Pour. I will have tickets up for that uh, pretty soon, but, uh, and get them quick because that show always sells out if you're in Boise. And I have a new album and comedy special coming out tomorrow called yeah. Myself. Yeah. <gasps> and I'm very excited about Congratulations, that. Congratulations, Emma. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm also headlining the uh, uh, Chief Festival. If I'm not sure exactly when this comes out, but next weekend I'm, I'm headlining the Chief Festival. And next Wednesday I will be on Grolix Live uh, at Mutiny Cafe. And they will be, we're making a regular podcast while they test out uh, those period cramp simulators. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, check out my new album <laughs> and my my new special. It'll be it's going to be great. I can't wait to hear it. Congrats! Hey, thank yeah. you. I think the fun thing about a period cramp uh, simulator is probably that men are in no way equipped to deal with. Like women yeah. are, you know what I mean? They're equipped to deal. It's still horrible. But I bet you it's even worse on a man. I can't wait to uh, see the results of that. Yeah, I'm very excited. They asked me to do it, and I was like, absolutely. I'm the best person. (laughs) Right? I couldn't have asked a better person for that. (laughs) They say women have a higher threshold for pain than men just to to begin with, right? Yeah, and I've had three natural childbirths. So I have an extremely high threshold for pain, and I have horrible period cramps. Uh, So I'm... I, I feel like I was really the right person to ask to sit and sort of supervise this, this situation. What stunning synergy. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't even know so that was a, to them. I'd never heard that was I a am thing. going to be, yeah. I'm like tingling overjoyed. I mean, I'm ha- excited for your special as well, but I am so excited so, to know this I am fully, fully erect at the prospect of like righteous gender ju- uh, justice. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're my yep. favorite. You're my favorite cramp dom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think we could all agree it would be much better if they could alleviate ours rather than torturing yeah. the everyone. Uh, we'll take but... what we can get. Yeah. You know I mean? Maybe steps. This, is, this is the first step <laughs> towards that goal, I think. I think until, actually... until there can be uh, litigation or, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, uh, amendments to our constitution this will this will work for a this, this time. Is actually yeah. you know you can get full uh, health care for your uh, lady trouble if you just tell them you can't get your uterus hard anymore uh they're oh, nice. on top of that yeah <laughs> fantastic <laughs> hang on a man needs to do some plugs right now i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing a happy hour stand-up show uh on friday may 5th at zany's in rosemont That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, O'Hara Jason, as always. And then the next day, 
Douglas movies at 420, same venue. Uh, I might as well say it because I think it was, he's got some fans on the line. Uh, Jeff Tate's going to be joining me in uh, uh, the show. Uh, oh my god! I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot I was going to tell everybody. Uh, if you listen, Jeff opened for me for my album uh, recording, and if you <laughs> yeah. listen, you can hear his laugh so loud through <laughs> the whole thing. Oh my uh, and god! He's just ha- he's like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. When I was listening back, you know, uh, they were like sending me edits, and I every time I would just be cracking up because you can hear his laugh so loud. So yeah, that was very special. It was very fun. Well, I'm I'm zooming in from Portland right now, which is kind of that's where he lives now. So it's all very connected. If you think, yeah, about I love it. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, and I'm going to be doing my annual Mother's Day Doug Loves Movies at 4:20 in the afternoon at Comedy Works in Denver. Yeah, yeah Doug Loves nice. Movies, Doug Loves for all of my dates. Thanks again to Rena Calm. Thank Emma you. Arnold, Bree Pruitt, Rena Calm, of course, our champion, our new champion. Woo-hoo. And uh, I always end every episode by um, saying uh, a line, the, a last line from a motion picture. And I always like look something up. You know, I plan something ahead of time. I forgot to pick one for uh, today. And so I'm looking through. I have this silly book that has lots of last lines for movies. I'm just looking to see if the first Super Mario Brothers movie just happens to be uh, listed because that'd be a good one to uh, to use. But you know, it's just random which ones are, are in the book. No Super Mario Brothers. So instead, I'll do the last line from Superman. Um, as always, no sir, don't thank me, Warden. We're all part of the same team. Good night. Thanks, Doug. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.